Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024, and this is day 2114 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you so much. Thank you for waking us up today, and we glorify you because you are King of kings and Lord of lords. There is none like you. Thank you for being our Abba Father. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your breath to breathe. There is no breath like yours. Your breath allows us to function, to hear, to see, to walk, to talk, to do all the things that you've equipped us to do to fulfill the purpose you've given us for each and every day. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, your time is coming. Oh, man, that's a good thing. And it can be a bad thing. Your time is coming. You've endured. You've been going through so much. And God is saying, hold on, my dear daughter. Hold on, my dear son. Your time is coming. Or it could be just the opposite. Someone who's been perpetrating the harm. Someone who has been uh, prostituting other people. Who have been uh, exploiting others. And God is saying to them, your time is coming. John is speaking today, uh, the whole chapter of 18, telling us what is to come. So we're in chapter, Revelation chapter 18, verses 1 through 24. And he says, After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a mighty voice, he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. And again, we talked about this in the previous chapter, that Babylon represented idolatry. It, um, you know, also represented Rome, uh, you know, the the way, the evil ways that they treated uh, the Jews. It also represents even this world system, uh, commercial and political systems of Babylon is what he's talking about. So fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling for demons and a haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. God is still giving people a chance, right? He's still saving people. Uh, Believers come out of this worldly system. We all have come out of a worldly system who have accepted Jesus. 
And it says, for her sins are piled up to heaven and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she has given. Pay her back double for what she has done. So don't think that what is happening, the evil that's happening, that God doesn't see it and that God is not going to take care of it. He is going to take care of it in his time. Pour her a double portion from her own cup. He's saying the way she's, this system has treated others, this evil system that Satan is running at this time, uh, pay her back double the evil that she has perpetrated on others. Verse 7, give her as much torment and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart, she boasts. I sit enthroned as queen. I am not a widow. I will never mourn. Therefore, in one day, her plagues will overtake her. Death, mourning, and famine, she will be consumed by fire. This world will be consumed by fire. For mighty is the Lord God who judges her. When the kings of the earth who committed adultery with her and shared her luxury see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her, terrified at torment, at her torment. They will stand far off and cry, Woe, woe to you, great city, you mighty city of Babylon. In one hour your doom has come. And they're mourning because they benefited from this evil city, this evil uh, system. They too got wealthy off of it. The merchants of the city will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones and pearls, fine linen, purple silk and scarlet cloth. Every sort of, every sort of centron wood and articles of every kind made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron, and marble, cargoes of cinnamon and spice of incense, myrrh and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, of fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and carriages, and human beings sold as slaves. This is an extremely materialistic world that we live in. They will say, the fruit you long for is gone from you. All your luxury and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. The merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off, terrified at her torment. They will weep and mourn and cry out, Woe, woe to you, great city, dressed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. In one hour, such great wealth has been brought to ruin. Every sea captain and all who travel by ship, the sailors and all who earn their living from the sea, will stand far off when they see the smoke of her burning they will exclaim, was there ever a city like this great city? They will throw dust on their heads and with weeping and mourning cry out, woe, woe to you, great city. Look, they are really broken and sad because they too pimped 
the people of the city. They too took advantage of the poor. They too got wealthy off of the backs of the poor working people. Where they say, woe, woe to you city, great city, where all who had ships on the sea became rich through her wealth because they shipped the product. Everybody had a part to play that are in mourning. They shipped the product. Some of them sold the product. Uh, you know, many of them marked up the product uh, outrageously and uh, made great wealth off of it. In one hour, she has been brought to ruin. Rejoice over her, you heavens. Rejoice, you people of God. Rejoice, apostles and prophets, for God has judged her with the judgment she imposed on you. So don't worry. The people who have harmed you, their time is coming. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone and threw it into the sea and said, With such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. The music of harpists and musicians, pipers and trumpeteers will never be heard in you again. No worker of any trade will ever be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's important people. By your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of prophets and God's holy people of all who have been slaughtered on the earth. God is going to destroy the evil world system and everyone that had anything to do that harmed his people. And those who know the Lord, who are serving the Lord and doing his will, you, we are his people. And others have a chance, an opportunity to become a part of the kingdom of God, but it is their choice. They can choose to worship this world system where Satan is ruling for right now and do evil be, to gain wealth and and uh, perpetrating um, that maybe they love and care about people when all, in all actuality, they're taking advantage of the people. They have a choice to continue doing that or turn from their wicked ways and serve the Lord. Point number one, don't you get tired of this world system exploiting the vulnerable, those um, uh, some those big uh, organizations, uh, I'm sorry, those some of those big organizations, I should say, uh, taking advantage of consumers, charging unreasonable prices for things out of greed and selfishness just to make themselves richer? Well, guess what? They, too, will have to answer for the evil they've done. And they will reap from God what they've sown. Verse 5 and 6 says, For her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she has given. He's talking about the world system, calling it a she. Um, pay her back double for what she has done. Pour her a double portion from her own cup. 
So no need to try to get revenge. God, our Father, will take care of all of that. All we have to do is continue doing what he's called us to do. And and God speaks of helping the poor throughout the whole Bible. That is one of the most important things that he says, helping the poor, helping the widow, helping orphanages, those who are not able to help themselves. You're going to know this Holy Spirit is going to show you. There may be those who can help themselves that when we help them, we're actually hurting them. You know, you're going to know you can help them get to where they need to be to help them so that they can uh, provide for themselves. Uh, helping them to get a job, helping them to, you know, to do their applications or whatever it is that they're in need of. Point number two, here are some ways we can keep away from falling into this evil system. One, people must always be more important than products. We must put human beings first, not things or stuff. Second, Keep away from pride in your own programs your and plans and successes out of your life. So when you even sense a hint of pride, repent, humble yourselves, ask God to forgive you. I know I've had to do that over the years. I, you know, didn't realize I had pride, but God showed me, yeah, you've got pride and it is going to make you fall. And I had to get rid of the pride. Three, remember that God's will and word must never be compromised. So we stand firmly on this word and not giving an inch into doing uh, something that God would not have us to do. Fourth, people must always be considered above the making of money. If it's going to hurt someone else uh, by you making money, off of them or off of what you're doing, you know, like, for example, my uh, little cousin who's like a niece to me, she lives in a home where it's section eight and uh, the landlord does nothing. He does not fix things like he should. The, the, in the summer, the grass and weeds were so tall and he uh, was, uh, from my understanding, was to take care of the, the yard. I could be wrong on that, but I know that in the house, there's some things that are not working, things, and no matter what she says, they don't fix it. And so that is making money off of the backs of the people. He's not putting that person above, you know, making money. It's just about sending the rent. They don't care about, he didn't care about taking care of his part of the bargain. Uh, number five, do what is right, no matter what the cost. You know, you might say, well, no, I'm going to go ahead and, um, you know, uh, buy these uh, items uh, off, off of someone who's stolen them. You know, you know these are stolen goods, but you're going to go ahead and pay them for these shoes or these clothes when you know they stole them from somewhere. Uh, I can remember a time doing that. There was a person that that was a booster. I didn't realize it till later. The Lord showed me these are stolen. And they had a store set up in their home and all these beautiful clothes with tags on them. And I'm not talking a few. And we would go to their house and shop. This person went to the church with us. And we would go there and shop and didn't think anything of it till the Holy Spirit showed me these are stolen. And I eventually backed away and stopped going. I just, I couldn't compromise my faith and my beliefs like that. The Lord really dealt with my heart on it as well. Uh, 
Number six, be involved in businesses that provide worthwhile products or services, not just things that feed the world's desires. We should be focused on living according to the examples of Jesus Christ. When he was on this earth, you know, and if we've taken on the mind of Christ, we need to be like him. And this is how he served, what he did when he was on the earth. He was about service. He was about giving. He was about self-sacrifice. He was about obedience and truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If any man cometh unto me. Um, he must come to the Father, or he comes to me to get to the Father. I'm sorry, coming through me to get to the Father. Um, you know, we need to understand that Jesus came to serve, and we too must do the same. I was thinking about this. This happened to us when we were in our 20s. We were a young family <laughs> with our two children at the time. And uh, we were living in my grandmother's house on my dad's side. She let us rent her house. And we had like a an agreement uh, that she had written up that we would begin to buy the house after so many years of renting. And I forgot how many years it was, but we were really, really excited and we loved her home. And it was our first home uh, that we were actually going to own. And we were in our mid-20s by then. And my grandmother moved either to live with my dad in um, North Carolina or with my uncle in Cincinnati. I can't remember which. Um, And my uncle had a really big, prosperous business at the time. And uh, we were excited on our end about the opportunity to be in this home. And we did a lot of work to it to modernize it. And my husband who could fix anything and repair anything. And, you know, he, he did carpentry work and all those things. And so we made it our own home. And then we talked to her later about, is it, you know, we we were ready to start buying it. Well, somewhere around that time, my uncle came to town and he brought us new paperwork to sign saying basically that we're not going to be able to buy the house, that he actually owned the house now and he was using the property as leverage for his company. It was like an investment or to help, you know, um, with the funding in his company. And we were heartbroken. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm just summarizing it. I, I don't remember every detail, but the, the thing was we were not going to be able to buy the house. And we said, well, what about all that we put into it and the money that, and, and he, he did it in a, in a very undercover way. He was really nice, but yet he took the house right out from under us. My grandmother had signed it over to him. And I don't know if he convinced her. I, I don't know. My grandmother was extremely kind and nice, but don't know about all that. I do know that we ended up having to move um, because we weren't going to be able to buy the house. And I'll never forget that it felt so heartbreaking. And uh, I just, you know, we stayed there a little longer. He said we could continue to stay and pay him the rent. And, uh, but we would not own the house. Later, uh, some years later, I don't know how many years, my uncle lost every, he lo- I'm not going to say everything, he lost the business. It was huge. Uh, I'm talking, you know, I mean, he was the talk of the, of the town um, in Cincinnati where he lived. Uh, 
and had government and city and state backers, I think government funding, all kinds of things, and um, lost it. And, uh, you know, I haven't seen him since. He, from what I've heard, he's, and he, it, this was many years later, you know, that he, he's not in the best of health. But, um, you know, we, we let it go and never wished him any harm upon anyone. Uh, but God will take care of those who harm you. If we don't take it into our own hands, we must remember that because it's such a natural response to want to vindicate ourselves, to want to take revenge. And ooh, God knows I did. I wanted to. I'm like, I cannot believe he, we ought to just burn it down. <laughs> Those are some of the thoughts, I'm just being real, that went through our minds, my mind. Uh, I'll speak for myself. And uh, yeah, but did not. And uh, we, you know, we ended up, as I said, moving. But God got the glory. God blessed us. Uh, we were able to, trying to think of where we moved after that, but we were able to move on and get another place. And God made a way for us to do that. I just want you to be encouraged today because you may be going through some things at the hands of someone who is selfish and greedy, who is trying to take advantage of you. God has got you. He sees it and he is going to repay them. Or it may be the opposite. You may be that person who's perpetrating the harm, taking advantage of someone else for your own selfish greed. And God is saying, it's time to repent. He says, I love you too. And give it to him and he will bring you through this. Do um, like, uh, I think it was, uh, I'm trying to think of which of God's disciples, darn it, it was Matthew or Mark who, who was a tax collector. And uh, when he realized the evil he was doing uh, by taking uh, the uh, taking extra money from the people, taxing them, overly taxing them. He went back and gave back to them what he had taken from them. So, and gave back even more to them. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to get that corrected. Make sure I give you the exact person uh, of that tomorrow. So anyway, yeah, it's time. It's your day. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. Thank you all again for all that you do for us to help us continue to serve the youth and to teach them and to help them to thrive in life. It's because of you that we're able to do what we do. And we thank you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I 
We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.